It's Ollie from History Profiles. In this video, I will give you the details of Pope Boniface VIII's life. This video may have you questioning reality. How could a man that has reached the highest rank in the church worship Satan? Let's get into the video and find out. First, let's look at his early life. Pope Boniface's birth name is Benedetto Seetani, and he was born in 1230 in Anagni, an ancient town just south of Rome. He was born into the upper class. His family were barons of the papal states, so growing up, Benedetto would have had an advantage. He was soon sent to the monastery of the Friars Minor, where he would learn Latin and grow knowledgeable in religious texts. Benedetto was a man of ambition and wanted to progress and make his mark on the world. He managed to land a job as a secretary to Cardinal Simon de Brion. Now, a cardinal is the most senior member of the clergy to the Catholic Church, being second only to the Pope himself. Now, being the secretary was nothing like being a secretary today. He had to travel with the cardinal all over Europe. In 1265, Benedetto would make his way all around Europe and would remain in England until 1268 in order to try to stop a rebellion against King Henry III of England. After 1268, the trail on Benedetto's life goes missing. Nothing is known of his whereabouts or what he was doing during this time. For eight years, he disappears from history. He reappears in 1276, where he was sent to France to supervise the collection of a payment that was intended for the church. Benedetto had been sent around Europe, had done several jobs for the church without question, and now his time had come. On the 12th of April, 1281, Pope Martin IV made Benedetto a cardinal. He was now a powerful member of the church, but was it enough for him? As the years went by, and the popes came and went, Benedetto had his eyes set on one thing, and that was the papal throne. On the 13th of December, 1294, Pope Celestine V abdicated after five months as pope. Now this was very unusual. Bartholomew of Luca, a medieval historian, witnessed many of the events and conversations surrounding the abdication of Pope Celestine, and recounted that Benedetto heavily pressured the Pope to abdicate. Why did the Pope relinquish his power and go against his own human nature? Did he do it as he was pressured by those beneath him, or was something more sinister at work? Soon after Pope Celestine abdicated, Benedetto was then elected as Pope and took the name of Pope Boniface VIII. One of his first acts as Pope was to grant his predecessor the castle of Funom, where he would die the next year. Rumours would spread around Europe that something dark was surrounding the papacy, as all the events leading to Pope Boniface's ascension just seemed too convenient. Peasants and kings alike would talk and implicate Boniface in the demise of the former Pope. Asserting power came to Boniface naturally. He would often involve himself in foreign affairs as he wanted to be recognised as supreme and above all the kings of Europe. 
This message was conveyed in a papal bull, which he issued called the Unam Sanctum. This document stated, Since the church is one, since the church is necessary for salvation, and since Christ appointed Peter to lead it, it is absolutely necessary for salvation that every human creature be subject to the Roman Pope. Many kings of Europe now saw the Pope as a man who was drunk on power and who came to the papal throne through questionable means. The church was divided and the illusion of power that protected the Pope was diminishing due to the dark aura that surrounded his rule. The Pope was making enemies all over Europe. The Prince of Germany and Philip, the King of France, both questioned and disputed his so-called supremacy over them. Pope Boniface would also make enemies in his own camp. In 1297, the Pope excommunicated a cardinal from the College of Cardinals which would lead to a bitter feud. The former cardinal, whose name was Giacomo Colonna, accused the Pope of having been elected illegally following the unprecedented abdication of Pope Celestine V. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. These accusations infuriated the Pope and led to war. Colonna's revolt, however, was in vain. He was captured within a year. Under the command of the Pope, he had Palestrina and other towns that had revolted razed to the ground, even after their surrender and the Pope's assurance that they would be spared. Even the highest ranking of the church would give false promises and lack forgiveness and empathy. There was also a rivalry between Pope Boniface and King Philip of France due to the power struggle between Pope and King. King Philip wanted the wealth of the Catholic Church in France to stay in France and would pass laws to stop the export of gold, silver and precious stones from France to the Papal States. This was the start of a long-lasting feud that would expose the Pope as a tyrannical man and also maybe something far more dark. The Pope would issue another papal bull named Ausculta Fili. This document conveyed that King Philip of France should listen to the Vicar of Christ as the spiritual monarch who stood above all earthly kings. The document would reach King Philip of France and upon reading it, he threw it into a fire. Pope Boniface, however, underestimated King Philip. In the shadows, Philip was plotting the downfall of the Pope. He gathered lawyers, magistrates, high-ranking church officials who all opposed the Pope. He also had witnesses ready to testify against him. King Philip was so brazen that he even sent an army to arrest the Pope. The grounds of the arrest were enough to convince the people that this Pope had to be deposed and face trial. There had been talk around Europe for years surrounding the Pope 
and many believed the charges, and there were many. I shall now read out the charges. He has often said that if nothing else could be done to humble the king and the French, he would ruin himself, the whole world, and the whole church. He has a private demon whose advice he follows in all things, and this is publicly known. He is a soothsayer who consults in oracles, and this is publicly known. He is a sodomite and keeps concubines, and this is publicly known. He is seeking to destroy the faith. He has long harboured an aversion against the King of France, because in France there is and ever was the splendour of the faith, the grand support and example of Christendom. It is notorious that the Holy Land has been lost as a result of his sins. It is notorious that he seeks not the salvation of souls, but their perdition. These charges were merely everything the public was thinking. They believed he had schemed with the devil to rise to the top of the church and had practiced the dark arts in order to commune with the devil who helped in rule. Many thought that the devil had taken command of the church due to its ongoing corruption. In 1303, an army was assembled, led by King Philip's minister, Nogaret. A ghost would also come back to haunt the Pope, Aschiara Colonna, the relative of the disgraced Cardinal Giacomo Colonna, had joined the army, seeking vengeance. The army attacked the Pope at his palace in Anagni. The Pope was soon arrested and placed into the custody of Nogaret. The Colonna family demanded the Pope's resignation. For the first time in history, the supreme authority of the Pope was diminished and the illusion of power was unveiled. The Pope was treated as your common criminal would have been back then and was beaten, slapped and humiliated. However, the people of Anagni rose up in arms and freed the Pope. He would make his way back to Rome, but died shortly after, on the 11th of October, just one month after his arrest. He died before his trial. We shall never know what the outcome would have been, or if he would have confessed. Without a doubt, there was a darkness surrounding the rule of Pope Boniface, and his death before his trial seems very convenient. He wronged many people, and was also addicted to power, and would like to remind the kings he saw as beneath him. So what do you think? Do you think that the Pope and the devil co-ruled the church? Let me know what you think in the comments section down below, and make sure to like, subscribe and share. Bye. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.